0: Jason, Jason. Hey, what's up, guys? It is Brad with College Sportscast. We are here tonight to do our weekend wrap-up and our Big Fuss Show combo show. This is week 26, season two.
1: Executed. It's- I heard a fan offer free dipping dots if I blew it. You have some fun, you know, execute. All right, I bombed. Stay as a team, execute. Give 100%. Sound good.
2: All
0: right, guys. Sportscast. I have John Hammond's on with me. What's up, John? What's up, man? We haven't been with you now since last Friday. I covered uh, Kentucky women's basketball on Sunday. I'll be doing that again this Sunday. They're actually having an alumni game on Sunday this week, and I get to cover that. It's going to be pretty cool. They're supposed to be like like up to 80 um, women's basketball alumni there. They're going to be celebrating their achievements and everything um, and walking out on the court, and I'm supposed to be able to do help cover all that so it's gonna be a cool yeah. event to to cover on Sunday um and y'all stay tuned Greenville Sports Media and all that because I'll be doing some stuff for that. Um but I have Jason Harrison here with us tonight again. Let me get him in here. What's up Jason?
1: What's up fellas? What's happening?
0: It's old Miss it's old Miss in Kentucky night. I didn't figure you'd want to miss this one.
1: Man, listen, and I forgot, like, you know what tomorrow is, and so I literally just pulled into the house five minutes ago and saw your text. Like, oh, let me go ahead and do that. Did the ribbon and running today, it was like, you know what, yeah, uh, with that. And then, and my yeah. first thing on my TV, yeah, I, I, I see long, either man. Here's the problem if yeah. you
2: forget about Valentine's yeah, I
1: hear Day, you
2: it, man. man, I've been ripping and running I'm all day. You might be coming to live with me, brother. <laughs> done. Uh, I'm done. It's overpriced. Take care of. It's overpriced, anyways. Valentine's Day is. Yes.
1: Well, you know, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have to spend yeah, a whole you lot. Got a of money. Yeah, but but you got a woman. Like yeah. But when, when you got a woman, you better take care of. When you got a woman. When you got a woman, it's different. But well see. we well, see. Here's the thing. I just got her a new house. So I'm kind of off the hook. You see what I'm saying? And so yeah. the fact that I'm off the hook just yeah, yeah, a little I bit, you. I had yeah. I had to put some thought into this because I couldn't just go but buy, you, still you know, can't the you it. Stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I had to get my mom some, my aunt <laughs> something. I had to get her something. You see what I'm saying? So then I got to get my kids something tomorrow, yeah. but I can worry about them tomorrow, you know. And then I have a busy day tomorrow, anyway, yeah. on Wednesday, so so, yeah, you're right. I had to get her something.
2: Yeah.
0: You still can't completely forget it.
1: No, that's you're true. Right about that. You're
0: right about that. All right, that. guys. So, we're coming off. We didn't do our weekend wrap-up show. I want to start with the college basketball polls um, from from the weekend that was where we didn't get to cover it, But I want to start with the polls. Um, there's quite a bit of shake-up and – um Hammonds, do you have the polls pulled up?
2: Um, yeah, give me just a second. I hadn't Oh uh, yeah, it, it,
1: it, it it's quite a bit of up You're right about that. Yeah, there. I got it.
2: Um at one you had UConn, two was Purdue, three was Houston, four was Marquette, they moved up. Um five was Arizona, six was Kansas, which they'll probably move back down after last night's loss to Texas Tech. Um, seven was North Carolina, eight was Tennessee, nine was Duke, ten was Iowa State. Um, really impressed with Iowa State lately. They've been playing some good basketball. They're they're all head on the road at Cincinnati tonight. Um, Eleven is South your South Carolina game, Cops, everybody.
1: Um, oh, Talk um, about that.
2: Hey, man, they've been Lamont, playing really well. Lamont, Lamont Paris, Coach of the, of the Year. Thing. He's my Coach of the Year right now. I think he's doing a really good job. Um, 12 is Baylor. I was really surprised that Auburn didn't drop. They only dropped to 13th, which I know, you know, losing to Florida like that, I figured they would drop a little bit, but they stayed pretty much right around the 12-13 spot. Um, 14 was Illinois. Right. 15 yeah. was Alabama. 16 was Dayton. I was kind of shocked that they stayed where they was because they lost to VCU, but um, they just, would, they I moved guess. up two spots and lost. They did. It just didn't make no sense to me there. Um great. 17, 17 was Creighton. 18 is St. Mary's. St. Mary's is coming on right now. They're playing really good basketball. Um, 19 is BYU. 20 is Wisconsin. 21 who, is Virginia. Who lost? who lost and moved up too? BYU lost and moved up as well in the poll. And 22 was Kentucky, which I, I don't know if Kentucky needs to be ranked right now with the way they're playing, but – they 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 are where they are right now. Twenty um, third was Indiana State, which they're behind We're right now at home. They're behind at home to Illinois State right now by seven at halftime. Um, so maybe maybe Come they get back more. in it and win. Um, twenty three or twenty three was Indiana State. Twenty four was Florida land. I don't know how they're still ranked, to be honest. But that's just I don't know. And 25th was Oklahoma. And I'm going to give you who I think should be ranked part of this segment. Um, I think Florida should be ranked. Um, I think Washington State should be ranked. I think Washington State should be ranked ranked over Dayton, if you want to know the truth. Washington State has some really good wins here recently. Um, Kyle Smith is one of the best coaches in the country right now. He's. They're probably going to lock up their first tournament bid since 08. That's a big deal for, for Wazoo. Um, and, and from there, maybe Texas AM, and you know, they did beat um, Tennessee Saturday. Um, Gonzaga got 50 votes. Um, you know, here's what I've been telling people is beyond the top, 5 maybe top 6 jason most of these teams have six or seven losses mm-hmm. and that's where it shows you that college basketball parity is pretty high this year
1: um, that's, kind of, that's that i think that's what me and uh me and brad talked about so much this year and i was saying that how that in these conferences they're really going to beat up on each other they're going to beat up on each other, and, and that road, the road is – see, two teams that are finding out that the grass is not greener on the other side, Houston and Florida Atlantic. You know, they're in the conferences right now that night in and night out, they really have to bring it. They don't have days when they could just show up and just overpower people. The conference they're in, yeah, they're, they're, everybody's Kentucky.
2: They're both – you know, you look at the SEC this year. You know, you got an improved Florida team. You got an improved mm-hmm. Ole Miss team. You mm-hmm. got South Carolina in the top top fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Auburn is good again, um, which I know everybody's going to—they're all going to be out on Kentucky. But listen, I would hate to face a six C Kentucky team with the talent that they
1: got right now in, in a bracket. Uh, that's I would that's, hate- that's without a doubt. You and you're not lying about that. And we and Brad—we talked about it all the time. Kentucky is Kentucky. Just like Kansas, Kansas, Duke is Duke, they, North Carolina. Traditional powerhouse schools. They may be will worse than a season everybody's season best season. shot. Well, see, here's the issue you got. And
2: I tell people this they're really, really talented, but their defense is not real good. But their offense is good enough to win two or three straight to go to the Sweet 16. And if, you, if you're a team, say like a team like Indiana State, somebody in there, San Diego State, you know, and you I'm, see Kentucky in your brackets. Kentucky has not proven. Kentucky I know has that not proven in a close game. But the game name, but the name alone, pull it out. The name alone, though, with how much talent that they got, that, that could give you a little um, scare in a sure. bracket. Like I'm uh, wearing my yeah. hat. I'm still, I'm still Kentucky.
0: Okay, but I'm just telling you, they have not proven that they can win these close games, and well, tonight, they're going to be close because be,
2: Kentucky a defense. Well, tonight they're going to be at full strength for the first time all year long. Trey Mitchell is out on the floor. DJ Wagner's out on the floor. I'm still not believing. Well, we'll see. I'm still not believing. Are you Uh, like one? uh, Are you? I want to talk about
0: Indiana.
2: You're like some of those conspiracy theorists that believe Bradshaw wouldn't play. I'm
0: still not believing. That's all. That's all (laughs) I'm saying. I'm still not believing. Anyways. I want to talk about Indiana State. They're in the polls this week for the first time since 1978-79 with Larry Bird. None other than the Larry legend himself is the last time Indiana State was in the polls. And just to give you guys a little bit of taste of what is going on at Indiana State. I know you just gave an update on a score tonight, but they are fifth in the country in points per game. They're averaging 85.6 points a game. Um, They have five players that are averaging double figures. Swope is averaging 17.7, and they have a big man in the middle that's catching all kinds of attention. He He wears goggles. He's a white dude and he wears goggles and he's catching all Robbie kinds Evie. of attention. He's 16.4 at points and uh, yeah, and 7.4 rebounds a game. Um, I just want to give a, a huge shout out to the Sycamores from Terre Haute, Indiana. Well, um, it's been, whatever, 20, 40, 45 years. Since they've been ranked in the poll.
2: And I'm going to tell you this there's always that one guy, That's you know, Jason played in the, and Jason played in the NCA tournament. Um, you know, the names, the name, you know, they, they always do those articles of, of names to watch in the NCA tournament. And he's gonna be one of those guys that they're gonna be putting out there um just because of you know his goggles. There's always that guy that they always put like in these articles about names to watch, guys to watch. Um, He's going to be on the show, in the show, and he's going to be one of those guys that they want to watch consistently in this NCAA tournament because he can really play basketball. Like he's not the, he's still, he's he's a slower guy, but he can, he can do things beyond being slow. He can drive to the goal, he can shoot. Um, he's a really good free throw shooter. Um, he can be, he can beat his man off the dribble a little bit. Um, so he's got some talent on him. And th- and just beyond him, Indiana State is a team I'd watch to maybe win two games and go to the Sweet I'm, Sixteen. I'm
1: I'm gonna put it out there, and and you guys will probably come back full circle with me with all of this talk about guys going to uh, the G League and Ignite and all that. For for once in a long time, we actually got some kids in the NCAA that just want to play basketball. And mm-hmm. even though the transfer portal is out of control, still and just out of therapy, think about, about all the top kids. In think about all the kids who decided not to go to college and go get money as a junior and as a senior, the game of college basketball is at a good place right now. And yeah, stories really like Indiana yeah. State is very remarkable. You know, you talking about over almost 30 some years. But my feeling, I'm sorry, 50 some years. You see what I'm saying? When they and, and they're being ranked, you know, so you 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 look at that, that that's that's an achievement in itself. That just shows you that it does not matter where you go. You go where you are allowed yeah. to showcase your talent.
2: And to be honest, the women's game is yeah, in the same absolutely. spot too. You know no they're they're, it's, no they're they're both in a good now. Yeah, the spot women's right game is,
0: is is great right now. Mike, it, it really you know is. I watched
2: a really good game the other night. Yeah. Nebraska, Nebraska and Iowa. Nebraska upset Iowa. Um, I thought was it Sunday. I think it was Sunday. It did. And uh, you know, Caitlin Far. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Far. To yeah. me, it was Caitlin Far. Actually. Um Kalen Clark is she's the to me, she's the face of college women's basketball right now. Um, and there's talk now to where she might not she might even come back for another year because of NIL. Um, did you there's, there's of could you imagine I, I, another year listen, of Caitlin Clark? Did you imagine another year? I hope she does. That's that's just because I she's my
0: favorite player. She was my favorite player last year. Um, I hope she does. She's got it got a uh COVID year that she can come back for, this is her senior year, but she does have a COVID year. Um, You know, she could use that, but. um, I'll say this.
2: And and she's the Steph Steph Curry of college basketball. Um, She's, she just, she'll throw it up from anywhere. She, she's not afraid of the big moment. That's for sure.
0: Well, here's what I'll say about Caitlin Clark. Pay attention Thursday night. They play Michigan at home. She is eight points from breaking the women's all-time women scoring record. Eight points. Expect to see her early in this game break the all-time scoring record. Kelsey Plum's scoring record, she is eight points shy of playing Michigan at home Thursday night. Tune in because she's going to become the all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball.
2: To add to to that, to add after that, do you think anybody ever breaks it?
0: If she comes back for a COVID year, she's getting 5,000. If she comes back for a COVID year, she's, listen, John, she's only like 100 points right around 108, 109 from from breaking Pete Maravich's record that's impressive which she will do this year she will break it if she stays healthy unless she gets hurt so hey. stay tuned I'm telling you she's going to be when she's you, going to be the all-time leading scorer in college basketball history but this year put-
2: she's breaking the women's record when you get put in the same um, category with Pistol P- Pistol Pete Maravich, you're doing pretty. You're doing something pretty good. Like you're. That's you're, what I'm telling you're you.
0: There. You're up there. That's man. what
2: I'm telling you. She's so. she's she's not.
0: She's only like a hundred some points shy of Pistol Pete.
1: Yep. man. man. Let's be honest. hold on. Let's be honest. Let's be honest.
2: Bill Self. He he's t- he's saying something real quick, Jason. What?
1: I'm just gonna say. Let's be honest. If if Pistol P had right, a three point ahead. line, if Pistol P had a three point line, his record would be unattainable. I must leave it at that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and if he had his fourth year, he didn't get to play as a freshman either. So yeah, yes. but I mean, you know. All right, so last night Bill Self 21 years into playing, being the coach in Kansas was ejected for the very first time in a ball game last night. And Kansas gets blown out on the road at Texas Tech. Loses by 29. The only score on. Kansas is 7 and 5. In the Big Twelve,
2: man, for me with the Kansas, I've never seen a team that can play like they do at home, and then you know they go on the road and they look like the Detroit Pistons. Like it's, which I get playing on the road's tough. Hunter Dickinson had five points, last. which which I get. No. Like you say, playing on the road's tough. You're not going to win many games on the road. But there's a lot of teams that do win games on the road, but they seem to can't never win on the road um, for some odd reason. And and let's be fair, um, McCuller was out. They've had a a couple guys injured, um, especially these last couple games where they've been on the road and they haven't looked their best. But for me, I just don't think Kansas, their depth is what's going to kill them in the NCAA tournament. They don't have that one guy that they can really go to to change – the game and, and and make plays. Um yeah, Diggison can do it. Um, but but the thing about it, Harris Well and um, got a great
0: starting ball.
2: Well, and and Harris to me is sometimes he'll look good one game and like, you know, he looked good against Kentucky. Then the following week he he looked like he'd never played a game of basketball. Then he did it again against Baylor, I think. And then last night he just could not play at all. Like There's some issues with this Kansas team, and I'll be honest with you. I don't even think they're a top two seed. I think they're going to be in the three range. Um, It's going to be a different aspect for them, especially because they're used to being. Everybody's still, up
0: until last night, everybody still had them on the two line. Five Kansas team
2: on the two line line. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I think they're not a two is because of the road losses. They're not going to be able to withstand the Big 12, you know, the rest of the schedule because it's going to get a lot harder um, in the Big 12, especially on the road. Now, if they can win their home games and take care of business at home, they can can still maneuver that and maybe get a two seed. But this losing on the road continuously is, is an issue because, you know, and last night, Bill Self, i be honest, he was ready to get the H-E-double-L out of there. He, w- he was to the point to where, you know what? I'm out. Like, see you later. I'm just going to get ejected. I'm going to get thrown out of this game. Um, I don't even think he wanted to watch it the rest of the game because it was ugly last night. And give credit to Texas Tech. Um, <laughs> McCaslin. Yeah,
0: McCaslin. I'm going
2: to tell you something, man. He is the most – the turnaround that he's given Texas Tech in his first what first year, it, it it's incredible, um, and they're going first to be back year, in yeah. the NCAA. They are really good basketball. Yeah, he team. was the guy. He was the guy at North Texas last year.
0: They they got a really good basketball yeah, team. Yeah, he's the one that had North Texas
2: um, run. It, they ran
0: all the way none.
2: to the NIT finals. I can't remember. Well, they didn't. Well, did they it didn't it? help none. I can't remember. I don't think they did. No. They went to the finals, I, mean, I know. I can't, I can't remember, but I think they I'm think going to take – but you can't – but last night you watched that game, Kansas had no chance of winning that game. Texas Tech was on fire all night. They couldn't miss. So, Well, they had uh, one uh, player
0: that was 12 for 12 from the field and had 30 points. Yeah, for 12 is yeah. about as good as you can get. <laughs> Isn't that right,
1: yeah, they couldn't miss last night, man. That was unbelievable the way they played. But once again, a, a top ranked team on the road in, in in conference play brings out the best in people.
0: Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't get much better than twelve for twelve, can you? Though I mean,
2: no, you no. can. I mean, if you do that, I you, mean, you deserve you deserve to win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's that's pretty efficient right there, is is all I'm saying. Yes, sir. All right, so I'm going to switch it up, and we're going to talk a little bit about football stuff. I'm going to start with um, some coaching stuff that's been going on. Bill Bill O'Brien, who had been hired for Ohio State, just last month is now hired to at Boston college to be the head coach, which opened up the OC position at Ohio state. And over the weekend, a big surprise, Chip Kelly resigned at UCLA and within an hour after he resigned was hired as the OC of Ohio state. So, all this was in the works. I'm sure of it.
2: Um, and, Handling's and I wanted to that, get your thought. Well, and on top of that, I, the show. I, I,
0: okay. I'm going to get to Deshaun. I'll, I'll get to him, but I want to talk about these two first. Yeah. What, what did you think about Chip Kelly going to, you know, resigning as the head coach to go to OC as the OC of, Ohio State. I mean, do you? I mean, what do you think about all that?
1: Man, oh man, to oh be honest, man. With you, think about that. I, I, Chip Kelly knew he wasn't going to get anybody to come to UCLA. He had to get his name back hot again, and going to Ohio State where you have a different caliber of players that he was not able to pull like he was at Oregon. He couldn't. I think he knew the right ones on the wall. He was not a good fit for UCLA. What he wanted to do, the players, he, the office he wants to oh, run. Oh, he was he almost I an mean, answer.
0: End of November, there was talk he was going to get fired. Chip Kelly well, out there. So well, he, I mean, well, well, I
1: think he got out it's before not, he got it's got. Not got out. Surprising, that, yeah. yeah, it's not surprising. I I, 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 mean, I think, and that's I, and, not and surprising. I, bet, I just, I, I don't think, I don't think that. Like I said, he couldn't turn UCLA around. He wasn't that guy for them. And going somewhere else, he thinks that – think about this. He thinks he is the missing piece for Ohio State to get them over the top.
2: You know what I think – you know what I think hurt Chip club? You know what I think – you know what I think hurt him more than anything, though, is, you know, he had that great um, team at Oregon. But I think when he went to the NFL – it kind of knocked him off his perch. Like, he he wasn't the same coach after that. Um, you know, he made that big fly-by-night thing. Do you the, think his
0: offense and, and the way he's run at UCLA, do you think it'll be a good fit for Ohio State? I, don't, I, I haven't been all that impressed with his offense I since he either. left Oregon years ago.
2: Now, when he was at Oregon... He was lighting the scoreboard up. You know, he had. Remember, he had. Uh, what was it? Yeah. Dennis Dixon. I yeah, think but he, that had was years Dixon he had Dennis Dixon. ago, now. He had two or three good quarterbacks. Um, had some good receivers. Um, he's been, he's I don't been know Like seven years. I just don't know what happened from from Chip Oregon to now. Um, something's changed about him. I don't know if it's the game has changed. The, the, you think he the finds it with is,
0: the caliber of talent
2: at Ohio State? I think, I think the game has changed. Like Jason was shaking his head. I think the game has changed since he was at Oregon. Like it's it's not the same kind of it's it's run differently. I'm guessing. And I, to me, I think when he was at the Eagles, I think he hurt himself more. I think he should have stayed in college. Um, because, well, well, yeah. well,
1: I, I man, it's hard. It's hard to say that. It's hard to say, you know what? I've reached the mountaintop. Let me go try to get to another mountaintop. Let me try my 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 chance at, at, at being one of the top with, the, with with the best of the best. And so you had to do that. But the thing about it is, he took a job too soon. He came back and got UCLA. If he goes to Ohio State, and watch this, he's probably like, "Yeah, Lee, I should have just waited because I could have been up for the Alabama job." Nobody nobody knew the Alabama job was going to be coming up, and that really wasn't a ripple effect yeah. because the guy who won the most end up getting – well, the guy who won the most in a short amount of time ended up getting a job at Alabama. You know, he was a high guy. He, he could recruit. And before, Oregon's offense was all it was. It was Chip Kelly's offense. He was a mastermind. I got Nike behind me. And I got my potent yeah. offense behind me. Whatever you want to do, we can do it here. Now he's at a point in which now no one's coming to UCLA. If you look at UCLA when they play, there's nobody even at the games. And nice. going from Oregon to UCLA, oh I know nobody's at the game. The Rose Bowl was you got when they played empty, empty. So <laughs> if if empty. if you if you're looking at UCLA, you're looking at Ohio State in which they have consecutive sellouts. You pretty much gonna try to do the same thing too because they can pay me top dollar and I can work yeah, better. Player. I'm gonna tell you guys
0: right now. It's it, he's taking a chance because if Chip Kelly goes to Ohio State and fails and doesn't do good,
1: he's his career is done. He's over. It's hard to fail when you got some of the top players in the country. I don't I don't see. Him. It's hard to fail. Think about this. It's hard to fail. I understand I'm, not saying, that. I I'm just if. saying. Yeah, you're right. I understand that, Jason. I understand that. I got you though.
0: I'm just saying if. All right. So then UCLA hires Deshaun Foster, um, running back that played for UCLA. Great running back. He's been there. They hired from within and hired Deshaun yeah. Foster.
2: Um, I'm gonna say early 40s. I think he's early 40s, something like that. I'm gonna say this about Deshaun Foster. Um, I love this hire. You know, he was a he was a freshman running back in '98. Um when they went, they they last won their conference championship. Um, they went to a Rose Bowl, and I think they was in conti- contention for a title until they. I think they lost the last game. Um, was it to Miami, maybe, um, where they got beat in the final game where they had a chance to go to the uh, championship and they got beat. What I liked about his press conference, he said he was going to go meet with the donors, um, that UCLA was going to be attractive again. It's going to be a place where players can come. I really like his enthusiasm, and I think he can turn around UCLA um, with the right people around him, um, you know, because let me tell you something. Out in UCLA, call me crazy,
0: but I think the UCLA job just got harder. I think it got harder. The reason I'm going to say it got harder is because they're not playing out there in sunny California in the Pac-12 and stuff anymore. They're flying all the way across country to go play with the big boys that play defense in the Big Ten. And I I think that's part of the reason why. I think that job just got extremely more difficult, and that
2: mountaintop is going to be pretty, pretty steep, oh,
0: if you ask me. I'm not denying
2: it, but if there's anybody that can turn it around, I think it can be Deshaun Foster. You know, he played with Carolina in, in his early career. You know, he was a really good running back at Carolina, um, Panthers that is. And, you know, he can bring that mentality from the NFL to UCLA and, you know, get the recruits back. Guys that, you know, I wouldn't put it on the same pedestal as Kentucky basketball um, in terms of, you know, the, the mystique and – and everything, but it's it's a really big brand in college football. Um, and it's a place that players used to really go and want to play at. And the last five or six years, it's been a dead dormant. But even
0: before the Chip Kelly re- re- regime and the hire, like they've been struggling with fans in the stands. Right I'm talking time out there I'm not talking about it.
2: then I'm talking about early 90s, Troy Aitman type days those were it's a it's a big brand you know it's
0: I know but what I'm saying is is I think they have lost a lot of that luster and I think going to the big ten is really hurt them I think I usC has a chance to do something a little bit better out there. Okay, let me let me ask you this question. question.
2: Let, let me, me ask you, ask
0: you this question. I think UCLA will want to go back out west before too well, let long. Let me ask you I this. Really
2: let do. me ask you this question then. Do You think it benefits football or basketball better for UCLA? Yes, I think it benefits them basketball better than it does football. But can so- there? It's a hundred percent basketball. Yeah, UCLA will benefit on basketball. They
0: I think right. it's it's not a benefit at all for football. Okay. I well, think that it is a period for football.
2: Well, if you look at it UCLA. from a football perspective, there's not a really a lot of great things beyond Michigan Ohio State. Yeah, you got Wisconsin, but below that, there's Nebraska, there's um ruck. Yeah, John, they've
0: been out there in a conference that does that does not play defense like like the Big Ten. I get what you're saying.
1: I mean, even, I teams like Illinois.
0: Illinois. even teams like Illinois and and you know and Wisconsin and Penn State and I mean there's there's not teams that play defense out there in the Pac-12. But I think well, it could be I not.
2: think it can be beneficial if Deshaun Foster can figure it out and get it together because he's willing to do that. You know, he's going out, reaching out to people, going to these recruits, going to these donors. Now, a former alumni guy like Deshaun Foster, I think that could be beneficial to to a UCLA program that really needs some recharge. We'll see. He's got to build some excitement and get some fans in the stands first. That, that that's the main thing. That's the main thing. So, I mean, for sure. I mean,
0: and I just, I, I just, I have a really strong feeling that UCLA is not going to like being in the big 10. I just do. I think they're going to want and wish that they could go back out West.
1: That's, well, that's, you know that's what I think. Well, well, you know, hey, they will, they will rack up a lot of freaking fly miles. I can tell you that. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna have to fly in two days early, not just to have jet lag from from flights, you know, and stay over some places I, instead of hey, flying. I mean, can you imagine having California.
0: to go play Boston College?
1: Yes. From UCLA, to go time zone, different time, Boston College. Good.
2: Hey, ask Jason Harrison. He played for Ole Miss. He he was somewhere yeah. every he was somewhere every single night playing a game. Like same but, but
1: but but we were in the South. We didn't go from yeah, the West but, Coast to the North like that. What I that, mean, that makes what it. I, mean,
2: though, I was taking it from the fact that he was playing somewhere every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Saturday. He was going somewhere every single week. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at.
1: Yeah, I understand that. but we we were. We, we, we would get there a day before, but, like, with football, think about all the traveling they got to do. You know, they got to take equipment, all stuff. They got to get cross-country. So they're going to have to show up at least three days early, you know, just to set up and, and, and get two. ready. So, huh? Yeah. At least two days early, at yeah. least. Yeah. Then get there three days. Yeah. Think about it. They got to get adjusted to the time zone. Then they got to get everything going. Then they got to walk through. Then they got to be ready to play on a Saturday, so they're going to show up places they play Saturday. There'll be third. There'll be that there Wednesday, Thursday. There'll be that there Wednesday, Thursday. Guaranteed. Yeah.
0: It's going to be a big, big adjustment. Anyways, it is. let's do our pick six. Let's do your top six contenders for college basketball. We hadn't uh-uh. done this for a few weeks. I can go first. It is um, almost mid mid February. It's almost mid-February, so we're getting to the nitty-gritty. We're about five weeks away from um Selection Sunday. We did a bracketology show this past Friday. We're going to do a special on this Friday with some bracketology talk, so we're kind of getting mm-hmm. into it. Who's your top six contender, real contenders for a championship?
2: My, my, my top six right now, well, I got my top two. UConn and Purdue's You top two, and then there's everybody else. But – I'll just add the three more or the four more. Um to me, three's Houston. Um four man, it's tough. I would put Arizona in there. Um five would be man, I really want to say Marquette, but man, they there's certain times where Marquette just does not play well. They've been so um, up and I'll down. Go, I really like Marquette. I think I'm going to go Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. When Tennessee, I, I, when, Tennessee's, when Tennessee's really playing and, and they're getting it together, they're a really fun team to watch. You know, they had their little spat Saturday night where they didn't look really great, but every team's going to go through that through the course of the year. Um, and then my sixth one, I would have to say – I don't like them away from Hilton, um, Coliseum, but I'm going to say Iowa State. Iowa State's playing really good basketball right now. Um, they're they're up there, and, and you could switch them out with Duke, um, but I don't trust this Duke team. You know, I know they've been winning. I know they've been doing things, but, man, they're just – they're not the Duke team that you normally see out there. Like, it's just – I don't know. I guess we'll find out in the NCAA tournament – um, ACC tournament coming up but I will say this I will say this now, for all you South Carolina fans out there, y'all gonna like this if South Carolina can beat Auburn on the road Wednesday night, which I, I, don't, I don't foresee happening, Neville Arena is a tough environment, it's a tough place to play, but South Carolina could be in the top five come Monday afternoon, next Monday Maybe and they, that'd be for me. That'd be a six-spot jump. To me, South Carolina is top mm-hmm. ten. I don't care. Um, argue with the wall. Um,
0: well, but they're but not. not they eleventh ha- right now. It'd be a six-spot
2: jump. Yeah. They're not, but to me, they're a top ten team. You know, they ain't many teams that can go into Knoxville and beat Tennessee like they did, um, and dominate that game like they did. They, be 100%. Be Jason,
1: you got
0: you got your six?
1: Um, I would agree with uh with one UConn. Um I like Iowa State. I like the way they're playing. I think they're playing well. I like South Carolina. I think South Carolina, I agree, I believe South Carolina may be a top ten, top five team, because the way they play the ball. The way they play the game, they share the ball, they shoot the ball well, and they guard. Um, I think Auburn is a sleeper, so I had to throw them in there. Um, I'm not – I want to say Houston, because Houston gets to the Final Four just based on what, what what's the seeding is. I don't know if they're going to be able to get a good seeding. Um, I like Marquette in uh, 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 Arizona. And the one team that I I don't want to say that I'm going to have to say is Purdue. And here's the reason, because you know, like I know, Texas Tech kind of did it yesterday when Ely has to come out and guard away from the goal Purdue's defense is very, very suspect when he has to come out and guard, just like the big fella from Kansas had to come out and guard three point line. Then you don't have an advantage anymore. You can't have him back in the back, you know? So Kansas and Purdue, to me, are a bad matchup away. Now, are they title contenders? Probably so. Are there are a lot of other sleepers. Probably so. We know, like every time we said it, every, every part of the year, whoever gets hot, is going to end up making a run. But yeah, I'll say man. this:
2: I'll say this to piggyback on what you're saying. You know, you're talking about South Carolina. Defense travels in the NCAA tournament. I know you gotta score points to win, but defense travels, and I would take South Carolina's defense over anybody's right now. Um yeah. Pro- yeah. probably right probably now, not guys, Houston. I- probably not Houston, but I would I would put them in that same category defensively. Um they're a really fun team that could get right to now, guys. I would
0: put UConn and Purdue. Um, I agree with Jason with what you said as far as bringing out um, Edie. You know, if you have a five guy that can bring him out, that that is could potentially be a problem for them. I do agree with that, but I still think that's one and two. I, I want to say Arizona here, guys, because I really streaking. like this Arizona team. I think they have a very – I think they have a very high ceiling, but I have watched them too, several too times this year, and too they streaky. struggle at time. Too streaky. And, I, you know, I just, as a real contender to win it all, I can't pick them. I like Marquette. I can't pick them for that because they've been a little streaky. So I'm going to go a, with a team that y'all didn't mention. I'm going to pick North Carolina. I, I think this North Carolina team – has really had a great season. Yes, they slipped up last week and lost one, but. Yeah, and uh, they're, about, and they're and, about to lose. They're about to I lose
2: tonight. To say it. To
0: say it, I hate to say it, but I, I think Tennessee and South Carolina both could if, possibly uh,
2: win. So that would be five. If North Carolina. And then, if and then Carolina, I would go with Houston, as my six. If North Carolina doesn't wake up, they're going to lose tonight.
1: They're losing to Syracuse on the road. I I, right. I can agree. I can agree. North Carolina because, like I said, they they have all the tools, but it's just that look of the draw. Like you never know. We're gonna have some 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 uh some bracket busters every year. It's just, and that's the only thing about the NCAA tournament. If it was a two to three game series, the better team Speaking would of- always win. But it's just a, it's just one game. Yeah, one game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Speaking of, yeah, I agree. Scores.
0: All right, John, Speaking this is right boring. up your alley, right here.
2: Well, I this was just going to update. Uh, this one's right Pittsburgh up your alley. Way. Pittsburgh's about to go on the road and beat Virginia. By the way,
1: that's going to be tough. That's, that's Virginia's be tough. A, is Virginia a fraud? <laughs> <laughs> they playing. They they're playing well. All right. Robert Rose says
0: Purdue, Arizona, Yukon, Arb- Auburn, South Carolina, and Houston as his six. Yeah, this is. I appreciate you being on, Robert. Thought I'd get that on there for you. All right. This one's right up your alley. Bid Steelers. Oh, man. I can name one right off the bat, off the top of my head. Drake. I don't Missouri know. Valley
2: Conference could be a bid stealer. Drake Go. might be, and that large, it just depends. Could um, be
1: a bid stiller though. Drake is playing well. Could, got a former. You're you right. I'm rolling with that though. I, I got a got a former player on that team, so yeah, Drake. Oh, I'm with you on that
2: one. Man, you put me on the spot here. Drake um, could
0: definitely be a bid stiller if you ask me. Um,
2: what about Memphis? Mm, Memphis could
0: know. be a bid stiller. Yeah,
1: win the yeah. conference tournament. Uh, who else could be? Um, you know what? You know who could be a bid stealer, but they're not saying that. Um, uh,
2: Northwestern. I think Northwestern's in possibly, but if we're looking at bid stealers, I'm thinking somebody, somebody like uh, Grand
0: Canyon. Grand Canyon probably wins their
2: tournament though. They'll probably win their conference tournament. Maybe. UNC yeah. Wilmington.
1: UNC I'll, I'll Wilmington. tell you a team. San
2: Wilmington could San Francisco could be another team out in the in the West Coast Conference. San Francisco's really playing really well. Um I'm trying to think. There's just yeah, maybe uh maybe a team like St. Bonaventure. They're they're playing really well. Um, what about Richmond? UNLV. I wouldn't put it what past UNLV. Rich Richmond? Richmond would be one. I don't think – I, I wouldn't put it past UNLV to make a run in the Mountain West. Term. They've beaten some good teams in the Mountain West this year. Um, you yeah, know, it's beat, yeah, it's
0: possible.
2: New Mexico. Um, I'll give you a team that you probably all never – is Charlotte. From the American Charlotte hey, or I, I think that I, conference that is probably gonna have a big deal. South Florida. Um Abdur Rahim, South Florida could do it. Yeah. He's coaching, he's having some really good success down there. Wouldn't he be the coach at Kensaw yeah. State? If I'm not he was, yeah. he was. Yeah, uh so yeah. There's 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 some teams in there that could make some um no I'll tell you another team that I would not want to face come conference tournament time. And that's Arkansas, Um, because you had a team that played desperate.
0: I don't know about that one. Arkansas has not played good this year. They're not
2: played good, but you don't want to give a team like that a chance in a in a. In well, a don't worry game about game.
1: it. You you might well say Ole Miss, John, Ole Miss, because Arkansas. Well, Ole Miss. Muscleman, is Most Ole men is is out
2: Muscleman's has been this. muzzled.
1: Muslim
2: is out of
1: there. He on the old probably <laughs> old man is probably gonna make the tournament anyway. He's been regardless. muscled. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can this <laughs> this probably is Muslim's last year at Arkansas. I can see it right now. Watch this. You think gonna, so? on, on this show, I'm gonna make the call, Brad. John, you're my witness. Muslim will be at hey.
0: You Louis do realize he's been the three straight six, sweet sixteens, right? Before you say this, it won't be four. It won't be
1: four. <laughs> I'm just say He will he be went to two elite. of them were elite eight. Well, you gotta look, you gotta look at the type of players he had. He had NBA players. He had he two elite eights
0: and a sweet sixteen last
1: year. And if and if you go look at that team, he had NBA players on that team. Just
0: saying, before you say they're gonna fire him in one bad year, that's all I was saying. He's not; they're was, not I was, I was gonna to fire him, him,
1: Brad. Brad, do they do the history. He only stays in school four years at a time. This is year four. He will be at Louisville next year. Th- Mark my word. You think he-
0: Louisville? Okay. You think that's where he goes?
1: Remember, I said I that.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of think it's Mick Cronin's job to turn down, but maybe not. And by the
2: way, well, our precious boy. our precious Indiana State is about to lose at home to Illinois State.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, hey, you got that bullseye on your back now. When you, That's when what you got that bull that bullseye.
0: They do, and they got a two game lead, so maybe they can wake up. I was hoping they would. They do have a two-game lead in the in the conference, so. Which, when you got your name right,
2: on your back, so I got two quick.
0: I got two quick things I want to mention for a no-fly zone. So, and Jason, this one is mainly for you, Dartmouth. The National Labor Board, has has told them so far, that they can vote for a union on March the 5th. They claimed that Dartmouth is employees and there is a union out there that the school already uses for its school employees and all 15 players signed a petition to try to get this done and there is a vote March the 5th for their players to join this union. OK, as official employees of Dartmouth. Now, having said that, the National Labor, Labor Board also is allowing Dartmouth till March the 5th to appeal this decision. So it's not final yet. But, Jason, I wanted to ask you, fly, no fly, are you for the players getting this union for benefits and stuff like that? Or are you against it?
1: You know I'm for the players. I'm for. I know that. I, I've been and, and I've been saying. And then that you've so been long. talking about. Yeah. We've we've been talking we've been, about we've it for been talking long, about this for a long. For a long. We talked time. about
0: this last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah. as I so was telling I you, to it to you. And I told you, man, something like this was bound to happen. To me, they uh, allowed, yeah. and I said it. They messed up and allowed. Of this this would be to get the out
0: of be the first of its kind. NCAA has always called them student athletes, and now the National Labor Board is saying that they are employees. But here's my question to you, Jason. I know you've kind of pushed and said that this is a possibility and wanted this. My thing here is, is if this goes through and they do this, Is it possible that they could claim that they're part-time employees
1: and not give them benefits? Well, you have to look at it like this, Brad. How many hours a week do they practice? How many hours a week are they traveling? And so that's going to equate to full-time employees. That's going to equate to them. They're practicing three hours a day, right? They're, They're obligated to do things outside of just being students. And so I, I think you have to word, if, if they do part-time, I can I can I can see what you're saying like that. If they can grant them part-time, well, no, nah, you own part-time, but we don't have to get you benefits. But they're generating money for the universe. Not maybe a dogman. You see, this is a very uh, people are playing costistic because if this happens, if this happens, you know it's just like it's a monkey see monkey do kind of thing. Everybody will try and do it, this. It's
0: going to be – oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's going to just – it's going to just flow through the, you know, the NCAA and, and, and all these schools, especially if it works and these players start getting benefits and yes. everything. I mean, yes. you know, it's, this is monumental if this happens.
1: This will hurt the average high school kid this was going to hurt because now you really have to get employees who have experience and the transfer portal is going to be way more important because it's going to be hard to bring in. Now, you know, the blue blood still, it's just going to be harder and harder for high school kids to get to division one basketball now. And guys are going to stay in school longer because they're going to benefit off having benefit. Can you imagine kids, Having their own, parents, they don't have to care well, their you're, kids You're anymore. part of a
0: union like this, Jason, You'll be you'll be under contracts. You you'll have like it, it it possibly will slow down all these transfers because you might be like on a two year like contract. Well, with this, no, with
1: well, union. It, it, that's not true. That's not true because scholarships are still year to year. And so until they say it's a it's a it's an agreement for four years. And if you break it, you forfeit. You see what I'm, I'm saying? Just saying? So the much. The
0: possibility would be out there that they could change that to where yep. it's like a contract where right. you signed for two years, four years. The possibilities would could I see change. what
1: you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see you what do. you're saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, it's this is this is monumental for college sports to be honest with you. If this goes through, and I know a lot of you people are not paying attention to it because it's darkness and why this is happening out there and everything. Like I know a lot of people aren't paying attention to it, but it is monumental yeah. for college sports to be honest.
1: That with it you. is. That it is. You and I wanted to give you a right. chance
0: because me and you have been talking about this for <laughs> like last year. You know. But I told you what to i was going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to give you all the props on it. Jason's been talking about this and saying that it was going to come down to this at some point. And here we are a couple of weeks, two or three weeks away, March the 5th, that it's potential that could happen. Now, they are appealing the National Labor Board's decision. But the decision has already been to name them as employees. So they would have to overturn their own decision. Very big, very big, right. very big. I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. I know, Tim, I knew it would be pretty big with him. Former player, uh, played at Ole Miss, and he, he looks out for the players. And it's something that me and him talked about quite a bit on the show here. John, this one's for you. Um, college Football Playoff Committee is expected to meet on February the twentieth. They're supposed to be expected to vote on a five plus seven model for the College Football Playoff. I think this um, it's currently it's currently a six plus six model because there mm-hmm. were five major conferences and then the group of five, but mm-hmm. with the uh basically right now of the Pac 12, they want to cut it to five and seven. So what do you think, John?
2: Well, I'm just gonna go real quick on this. Um, I think this would be fine. This would be a fly. Um, I like this. Um, what I don't like is their idea of switching up the March Madness. Um, I think it would ruin what. March Madness is all about, and and their and the way it's set up, um, it, it's sort to me, to me it's sort of like a participation trophy. That's in a different for the players. Oh, I know, but but they had mentioned that in along with that, yeah, in, in an article today, and I don't, yeah, I don't agree with that. It, was, it, um, was with it yeah. I don't, I don't want March Madness to be switched, but eventually it's going to happen and it's probably going to ruin every single thing that's great about March Madness. And I'll still watch it, but it's, it's going to ruin things, I think. But as far as the college football playoff goes, I'm for it. I think it's great um, because you get these teams that get to play, you know, home games, you know, sort of like NFL type atmosphere. You'll get that, that opportunity to, to get to, to visit a first round game, you know, like, like it would be in a NFL matchup, and it to, to reach the, the oh, yeah, absolutely and, uh, on
0: campus and everything. It's going to be a great atmosphere. To it. Can't It'll wait, be for a great it.
2: atmosphere for it. So, um, yeah, this is a fly. All right, for me.
0: all right. Real quick, guys,
2: final buzzer. Ole Miss. I'm not going to say tonight. much. I'm not going to say much. Ole Miss all and I'm Kentucky say-
0: tonight. Real quick, this is the end. Jason's an old Miss player. Who you got, Jason? It's at Rupp, and um, they have not been that first time ever. They've lost three in a row at Rupp. Who you got, Jason?
1: Unfortunately, it's going to be four in a row losses. Hottie totty we are going to come in here <laughs> and kick some Wildcat ass.
2: <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Um, All right. I, I mean, I figured that, I had to put you on the spot here. Well, Kentucky's not played really well the last couple – well, actually the last month. And they're going to be full strength tonight for the first time all year well, long. Well, they ain't played no. Um, Cal Perry is – he's being ran out of town like a – like the wild, wild west, like everybody's trying to get rid of him. Um, sometime somewhere they're going to have to come up with something eventually down the stretch Um, because the more losses that you pile up, the more loud it's going to get. And you're not, you're not, eventually it's going to wear on you. But like I said, they're, they're, uh, they're going to be full strength for the first time all year. Um, There's a great chance tonight. Um, Ole Miss is a really good team. Um, If you don't know who Jalen Murray is, he's a former St. Peter's um, guard that beat Kentucky in the, um, a couple of years ago in the 2022. So he's a really good shooter. Yeah. Um, the only, the only thing I worry about, not worry about this game is Jason would probably tell you Ole Miss don't get on the glass as much. Um, they're they're not real good on the glass. Kentucky might could win that department, but as far as shooting goes, they're not a really good inside the two point shooting if they, team. If they win but the they glass
0: shoot. tonight, I'm gonna be shocked.
2: Yeah, well, I am too. So, but give me Kentucky two points. Um, I think they'll win by two or three points. So,
0: okay, guys. Quickly, I'm just going to say it. I, I mean, I just like Jason's. I mean, going to be hotty toddy. I'm going to say go big blue just because <laughs> I'm a huge fan, always been. But the truth is, is that the Rebels are gonna come for their throats tonight they've lost three in a row and I mean that's just the truth they 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 know they're down and they're gonna come for
1: them plate yeah that's true that's a tough environment. It's, and it's still rough, you know the key and by the way um
2: I just wanted to let y'all Listen, know I had to have um, fun with this one
1: out of old and Kentucky.
0: you like
2: have a little fun with us man um by the way, I was going to tell you, North Carolina no, is just we, about to lose. We're going to have North a on
0: Friday night.
2: North Carolina is about to lose on the road to Syracuse. Go ahead. North Carolina is about to lose on the road to Syracuse, by the way, just now. That's another road loss All for right. North Carolina. Real
0: quick, before I sign off tonight so we, can, so we can watch Kentucky and Ole Miss, Friday night, don't miss our show. T3 Bracketology is going to be here. We're going to do a game day pick on Bracketology Special. He is part of the Bracket Matrix, where there's over 100 people that compete to be the champion of the Bracketologist to get as many games and positions and see the top 20 or so in this. And I'm going to tell you, T3 is one of the biggest ones.
2: T3 is one of the biggest ones out there, too. He's one of the biggest outlets that there is. He is. Like, T3, T3,
0: there's a few of them that we know. T3 is one of the best ones that there is. He is going to be with us for one hour on Friday night between 8 and 9. So be sure to catch us Friday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. T3 Bracketology is going to be here on College Sportscast for our game day pick Bracketology special. So Check us out,
2: guys. Let's go watch the game. Let's have a good one, man. Appreciate you, Jason, for being with us, man.
1: Y'all have have a good good night.
2: Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.